Welcome to They Might Be Librarians, a podcast of the Plainfield Guilford Township Public Library. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Well, we're finally back after a long summer break. Yay! How was your summer break, everybody? Well, it was summer reading at the library, so... It wasn't a break for Yeah, us. a little bit. It was It was really important, though. It was, it was a, a good summer. Just like spring, but hotter. Maybe we should also uh, say who we are. Yeah, just so. in case you've forgotten, I'm Lauren M. I purchased the adult fiction, and I am the head cataloger. I'm Nick. I'm the adult services supervisor. I'm Matthew. I'm the uh, technology and training services supervisor. And normally I'm on the other side of the microphone listening, uh, but today they let me come around front. And I'm Crystal. I'm the youth services manager. All right, so September, my second favorite month out of the year next to October, but I love September because it is library card sign-up month. Yay! Thank you, Nick. Come get your library card if you don't have one already. So I think you're doing a family literacy program in September? Yes, we have family literacy night on Wednesday, September 18th from 530 to 730. And at the time that we planned it, our program description is kind of boring. It just says celebrate the love of reading with activities, games, and more. But since we came up with this idea months ago, we have decided we are going to have a round of mini golf in the children's room. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) That actually rules. Um, Can I play? Absolutely. So come in. It's to celebrate new library card holders, current library card holders, anybody who loves the library. A little tangent here. Have any of you watched the TV show Holy Moly? Nope. Nope. Yeah, with uh, Stephen Curry. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's extreme miniature golf. I just want to know, are you going to have a huge windmill that people have to hit the ball through in your mini golf? I'm not sure about our construction skills, but I did not play sports as a child, so my competitive streak is way misdirected as an adult. <laughs> I'm way too competitive. I probably shouldn't be playing. Okay, so Nick, you are now officially banned from that program. Greg Norman of mini golf. <laughs> <laughs> We did buy foam practice balls, so we should be safe. On Wednesday, September 4th, from 6.30 to 8 p.m., we'll be having our annual perennial plant exchange. Um, it's been going on now for several years. We'll be joined by Master Gardener Coletta Casiba. Coletta Casiba. And if you would, please bring six individually wrapped and labeled plants for the exchange. I might show up. I got a, uh, I got a rubber tree that needs some... Uh some thinning out so i might roll on through we'll see how things go and if you don't have exactly six plants can you still show up that's my understanding yes yes if you don't have exactly six bring what you can matthew there's a program that i know you were really excited about i believe was it open game night september 4th 6 to 8 p.m yep open game night we have it every month first wednesday of the month and so uh yeah we'll we'll be again on september 4th same night as the plant exchange so i know which one i'll be at (laughs) <laughs> um, not sure what we're going to play yet, but we did have uh, got several new games. We'll talk about this later, but we got several new games out of Gen Con this year, so might be playing one of those. How was Gen Con? Can we talk about that a little bit? Sure, it was great. It was uh, busy, but didn't feel quite as crazy as the last couple of years. Maybe I'm just finally getting the hang of it. Excellent. But I got to try lots of new games, uh, including several that I had to, wanted to seek out and find, and I found people to play with, which is always good, and made some purchases but not too much keep the, <laughs> keep uh, my better half ha- happy and um yeah it was a good time awesome 
You uh, find any fun things that might come to the collection? Or I have a whole list of games that the library will be adding. Uh, over, probably not all at once, but maybe over the next several months we'll be ordering probably at least 10 new games. We also, uh, my coworker Lauren W. and I both went for a um, trade. It's called Trade Day, and it's for educators and librarians and that kind of thing. We got some great ideas from other, what other libraries are doing. Saw a great presentation from the Chicago Public Library, and they have a whole gaming team that kind of works across all the branches up in Chicago, and they do outreach programming. So we got some good ideas there. Had a good conversation with the folks at the Monroe County Public Library here in Indiana. So yeah, lots of it was a very productive Gen Con this year. I think we need to develop a gaming team here for sure. That that could be a possibility, yeah. Especially seeing how Chicago's doing it, that they incorporate um, librarians from all the different departments, and it allows them to um, staff outreach events well and get a good variety of variety of games, games for families and ch- children as well as adults. And they're doing a lot of fun stuff up there. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's really awesome. And just so you know, when those things come in, I'm the first person who gets to touch them because I catalog them. So, Nick, I'm particularly looking at you. If you want to get your hands on them, you better be nice to me. I am the nicest boy. <laughs> Are we done slandering me on podcast? <laughs> Sorry. No, we, can, we can move on. Why don't you talk about your uh, film club that's coming up, too? Oh, yeah. Uh, so, um, this is going to be the second meeting of our brand new film club, which is a Trojan horse for me to be able to watch all of the Coen Brothers movies in order. So... I like that you built that into your job so you can do this at work. Perks. Anyway, so we're going to watch, uh, this is going to be the second meeting, and we are going to watch Miller's Crossing, which is the third movie that the Coens made back in 1990. Uh, it is widely regarded to be among the top tier of their movies. Uh, it's not as well known as, say, Fargo or Big Lebowski or No Country for Old Men, but it does feature one of gabriel burns finest performances uh come on by and we'll watch the movie eat some popcorn and we'll talk about it after what is miller's crossing about because i'm really unfamiliar with it miller's crossing is essentially a story uh it's their it's their reaction to the godfather from what i understand uh i have not seen it yet full disclosure uh but it is a Reaction to the Godfather and a return to their more serious noir uh, tone that they established with their first film, Blood Simple, and departed from with their second film, Raising Arizona, which is basically a live-action cartoon. Uh, but this one features the Irish uh, organized crime world rather than the Italian. Oh, okay. So. And that's September 7th? Yep, that'll be Saturday, September 7th at 1 p.m. So uh, if you don't have too much yard work, come on down and we'll watch some movies. Maybe you'll have time for it if you've thinned out all your perennials. <laughs> this is an excellent time. What will you be doing on, on the 7th, Lauren? Uh, well, there is the Mystery Cafe happening September 7th from 3 to 4 p.m. Uh, if you really enjoy uh, mysteries, please come join us. There is no select book that you have to read. Just come in and tell us about all the mysteries that you love. The last few uh, times that we've met, we've discussed Agatha Christie, David Baldacci, uh, one of my favorites, Denise Swanson. Uh, so just come on by and there will be light refreshments in the form of coffee provided. I might sneak over and take some of the coffee. 
One other program that we do want to feature is Books on Tap. Uh, that is Tuesday, September 17th from 6.30 to 7.30. It's held at Brewburger. It is not at the library. It's held off-site. Uh, again, there, like the Mystery Cafe, there is no specific book that you have to read. However, there is a theme. Uh, the, the theme for September is books that have either been banned or challenged. Uh, if you are not sure what kind of book that you need to read for that, uh, your best bet is to go to the American Library Association's website. They'll have all kinds of information about different books that have been either banned from libraries or schools or at least heavily challenged. Uh, there have been some books as really innocuous as Twilight, claiming that there is like heavy sexual content and Twilight is one of the more chaste books that you will read. So um, it's it's a really interesting list to look at, even if you're not planning to join us. Please do check out that, that website and look at the list and just see some of the different reasons why people want a book taken out of the library. And then go check that book out. So at the end of the month of September, we'll be bringing, uh, we're really excited to do this, we'll be bringing the Manhattan Short Film Festival to the library. So... Uh, this is a traveling film festival that uh, they ship out a selection of short films to view. And we will have them here for three days uh, on Thursday, September the 26th, Sunday, September the 29th. And I'm breaking the seal on talking about October for Thursday, October the 3rd. So if you like uh, the if you like to explore new short films, who knows, some of these might be up for the Oscar that year. Come on down and watch some movies with us. Since Nick brought up October, I will bring up that we are doing a community costume closet. It will be essentially a costume swap. It takes place Sunday, October 6th, but starting Monday, September 23rd, if you have any unused costumes that are in good condition with no rips, tears, or stains, please bring them to the library. You can donate costumes without picking one up. You can pick up a costume without donating one, or you can do both. Is this for adults and kids? Like, can I bring my old uh, Officer Dangle from Reno 911? Absolutely. Uh, Wonderful. You're going to want to hang Wonderful. on to that. Wear it to trick-or-treat at the library. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. <laughs> yes, this is for all ages, children through adult. It can be um, accessories. It can be a full costume. I'm excited to get rid of an old dinosaur costume and an Elmo costume that we don't use anymore. Yes, as a parent, I have, my children have somehow collected so many costumes, and I'm very excited to get rid of most of them. Admittedly, I have a lot of adult costumes to get rid of, too, because, as I said before, I love October and I love Halloween, but some of these costumes don't fit anymore. Since Lauren W., who is our teen librarian, is not here, I wanted to give a shout out to some of the teen programs we have coming up in September. Uh, the one that I think is coolest is Friday, September 13th from 315 to 4.15. They're hosting Wheel of Fortune. You get to play Wheel of Fortune yourself. I don't know how much you're going to get to shout the game title, but you do get to come in and play it and have some fun with the puzzles and win some prizes. Uh, also, Thursday, September 19th from 4 to 5.30, there is Tabletop Thursday. Uh, this month in September, they are playing Castle Panic. Matthew, have you played that? No, I've not played that game. Okay. But it's, it's very popular. Uh, I think the teens have played it before, so... Yeah, it says, defend your castle against trolls, orcs, and goblins who are on their way to destroy your castle. That sounds right up my alley. Uh, one last one. Friday, September 6th from 6 to 8 p.m. This is an after-hours program. There will be a Marvel versus DC program. 
The library will be closed, but if you sign up for this, you will be allowed to participate. Dinner will be provided, and you will get to showcase all of your knowledge in trivia and different challenges. So be sure that you sign up for that, because that sounds awesome. Let's hear from uh, the Laurens, or at least one Lauren, about some uh, book recommendations for the month. Uh, Lauren Weddle was very responsible when she knew she wasn't going to be here, and she sent me a list of books that she wanted me to talk about with this theme. Uh, So you all get to hear me talk for a really long time. Uh, But uh, the theme that we have with the book talks that we're going to do today are actually librarians in honor of Library Card Sign Up Month. Uh, Lauren sent me a few books to talk about, one being The Librarian of Auschwitz by Antonio Iturbi. Uh, how many of you are familiar with this story? Because it is based on a true story. Not a bit. Mm-mm. Nope. Okay. Well, uh, this story is about a 14-year-old girl named Dita who um, was taken along with her family uh, from Prague and sent to Auschwitz. And um, while she's imprisoned, uh, there is uh, a gentleman in charge of the children's block, and he asks her to basically be what they would call the librarian of Auschwitz. There are eight books that they have somehow smuggled in. And we all know that one of the things that the Nazis were very famous for was burning books. So these books are incredibly important and it would be a huge thing if they were discovered. So she not only has to be in charge of keeping them safe and secret, but she also has to be on the lookout for what they call living books which are prisoners in Auschwitz who know stories well enough that they can just tell them out loud. And all of this is so extremely dangerous because it would be a huge transgression according to the rules of Auschwitz. And if she's caught, she will be executed. So remember, this was based on a true story. This this really happened. So it's a wonderful biography on absolute bravery of one very very special person in a really terrible situation and then um on a lighter note comparatively there is sorcery of thorns by margaret rogerson um elizabeth was raised as a foundling in one of the great libraries and she's grown up among all these tools of sorcery um but these Sounds good already. <laughs> well, then you're going to love another book I'm going to talk about. <laughs> um, when she's around these books, if they are provoked, they will transform into these giant monsters made of ink and leather. And yeah, she has to become the warden to protect not only the kingdom, but also the books. So neither can sabotage the other. Um, unfortunately, uh, the most dangerous book in the entire kingdom, uh, the Grimoire, is um, basically released, and uh, she is suspected of being the one to release it. And of course, she knows she she's not, but she knows that if she doesn't get it back, that the entire library and the entire world that she's lived in is just going to go up in flames. So it's a very nice, almost quest and epic of her getting back what she you know this this really scary book that has gotten out of gotten out and could possibly destroy her world um again that's sorcery of thorns by margaret rogerson i see matthew writing it down now so good pick lauren w you got one person to read it already (laughs) all right and um i also have an adult 
uh, fiction book that I really wanted to talk about, and it kind of feels very similar to Sorcery of Thorns. Uh, it is The Invisible Library by Genevieve mm-hmm. Cogman. Have you yeah. read that, Matthew? I have read it. Yeah. Okay, I figured if you hadn't, you would definitely want to. Um, this book is about Irene. She is a librarian, but she, what she actually is is a professional spy for this mysterious organization called the library with a capital L. And what they do is they actually retrieve books from different realities. So there are all different kinds of alternate realities going on in this world. And her latest mission is she has to go to an alternate London and retrieve an extremely dangerous book. But when she arrives, it's already been stolen. And all of the underground book factions know that it's been stolen and they're willing to fight to the death to get to it before anybody else does. And if she doesn't get it, it is not just her job that is at stake. It is the entire reality, basically. Uh, supernatural creatures are included. So if you really like fantasy or alternate realities, this is a really good pick for you. I also recommend if you just like books, if you love to read, if you love literature, this is a really good pick for you as well. I'm in. Awesome. <laughs> Uh, And the last one that I wanted to talk about is Books Can Be Deceiving by Jen McKinley. It is a cozy mystery series, but bear with me. I know everyone knows I love cozies. Jen McKinley is a librarian and an author. So everything that she's writing in this series, because it takes place in a public library, it is... It is a mystery, but it is also an inside look into libraries and how they work and like... Is it accurate? Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, and also one of the things that they talk about um, are the uh, board games that the children's department has available for people to play. And And they're all missing pieces? Well, the scenes are pretty hilarious. I'm just going to tell you that. You would probably really enjoy it and see yourself in it. (laughs) Nothing irks me more than reading a novel about libraries when they're completely opposite of how libraries really are. No, I totally get that. But this woman actually works in a library. That's her day job. So She gets it. She gets it, yeah. (laughs) All right, it seems like Crystal's into it. And I haven't even told you what happens in it, but... We'll just, uh, well, real quick, uh, her, um, the main character is the new director at her town's public library and her best friend, and she are super excited because a famous New York editor is in town, and Beth has written a children's book that they think is going to sell really, really well, and when they go to present it, uh, she finds out that, or Beth finds out that her boyfriend has stolen the book and presented it as his own work. Yeah, so um, she and Lindsay go to confront him about it, and when they get there, of course he's dead. And Beth is the prime suspect, but let's be honest, if he did that to her, there are probably plenty of other people who he has ticked off, and there are probably suspects like a mile long. So it it is really cute. I do love the fact that it is pretty accurate to librarianship. Um Obviously, every library is going to be a little bit different. So if you're expecting it to be just like how it is at Plainfield, that's not going to happen. But she definitely gets libraries and how they work. And it's a nice little inside peek into that as well. All right. And now I have a big announcement as far as books go. Emma Donahue is releasing a new book in September called Akin. Is she the one who wrote Room? Yes. Yes. Has she written anything else since then? No. No, she has not. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, this book is about a retired professor named Noah, and he is planning to visit his homeland of Nice 
supposedly as a vacation. That's what he's telling everyone, but he really wants to explore his roots. Uh, his mother was part of a network that saved 500 children from the Nazis. Uh, but because he's told everyone that he's going there on vacation, uh, suddenly he's forced to take his 12-year-old grandnephew, Michael, with him, which really complicates matters because then he can't do all the research that he wants. He now has to kind of entertain this sullen and, I've been told by reviewers, foul-mouthed nephew of his. Um, and then even more complicated, he also learns that his mother might not have actually been part of the, the network that saved the children. She might have actually been on the other side. Oh, goodness. Yeah. I am super excited for this book. As a foul-mouthed and sullen nephew, I think I might be, too. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so what's everybody geeking out about this month? What am I not geeking out about this month? Uh, let's see. Just recently, uh, I know I talk about him a lot on here. He's one of my favorite authors, but I am almost done with the new Neil Stevenson book. It is called Fall, uh, or Dodge in Hell. And uh, it's, it's really remarkable. Um, it's a great amalgamation of all of his prior work. So uh, it, it involves certain characters from the Cryptonomicon and the Baroque trilogy. It is a direct sequel to Riamdi, and it delves into the cyberspace that, uh, that uh, Snow Crash, his big breakthrough book, dealt with. Uh, so if you like science fiction or really, honestly, just nice intricate fiction, I think you'll really get into this book, all thousand pages of it. Uh, I also spent the past couple of days delving through the uh, the Trapped Under Ice discography, and I just want to say what a great band. <laughs> also, college football's coming up, so uh, I'm reading scouting reports and having fun with that. So, hey. How about you, Matthew? What are you geeking out about? Uh, well, I'm going to talk about two uh, board games. One which I just got to play for the first play two games uh, at Gen Con. It's called Root, and it is a um, asymmetrical warfare game but it is a warfare amongst furry woodland creatures uh so it has this very lovely very beautiful uh board and artwork that goes with it you take control of faction of um either the the mice and squirrels or the the birds or the kind of overlords of the forest anyway they all have different different ways of, of earning points and what have you so it, each faction has its own set of rules instead of victory conditions basically but you're all playing with a common set of cards that you're that are your kind of currency in the game um so anyway it was a lot of fun to actually play that it's been out for a year now and i had just not got to play it i'll play two games and there's an ex expansion pack as well we do have the base game here at the library if you're interested in checking it out uh, and then the other game uh that's been out for a couple of years and is still uh fascinating me is called scythe and it is also a asymmetric game although the warfare aspect of it is is very muted it's more about exploration and developing your economic engine uh, engine building, that's what I would call it. Um, but it's also a lot of fun, and because each faction is different and there are different combinations you can do, it's the kind of game that lends itself to many different playthroughs, and just when you feel comfortable you know, with one style of play, then you're given a new faction and a new um, game board to play with, and you got to think, think through your strategies all over again. It's a lot of fun. So those are the two things I'm geeking out about. I feel like what I'm geeking out about is kind of old shall we say um i just recently started watching community on hulu i remember when it was when it first was on air i was in grad school so i just didn't have time to really watch it but now that it's available to stream i've 
I made it like halfway through season two and have been loving every second of it. It is such a wonderfully weird show. Um, I just watched the Halloween episode and I think that might be my favorite thing ever because it involved both Halloween, zombies, and um, ABBA because the entire episode is set to the ABBA soundtrack. It's just so... ABBA's greatest hits while they're running away from zombies. It's so strange and so wonderful. I'm also geeking out about an older TV show, The Santa Clarita Diet on Netflix. Oh, yeah. They released a relatively new season within the last few weeks or month, but I am watching season one because (laughs) I'm behind on everything in life. But it is a new and refreshing take on zombies, I think. I think it's hilarious. I don't know. Shout out to the god Timothy Oliphant. And his awkward smiles. The only lawman I trust. That can get edited out, too. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you for listening. If you enjoy what you've been listening to, don't forget to share. We are on uh, all the major podcast platforms, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud. Pretty much wherever you listen to your podcast, you can find us. And we appreciate it if you would give us a rating, a good rating, and a good review. Uh, No pressure. Yeah. This is uh, They Might Be Librarians, a podcast from Plainfield Guilford Township Public Library. 